welcome back to Manifestation Queen Radio. I am your host, Brianna Mosier, and this is your show for manifestation, spirituality, feminine energy, juicy relationships, dating topics, money mindset, business. We do it all. The best way I know how to describe it is how to create your most kick-ass, amazing dream life, how to manifest everything you want. (laughs) So that's what we do here. And on today's show, I have for you a segment from a live video that I did in my private Facebook group called Manifesting Queens. And by the way, you can totally join that group. It's a free community of women just like yourself immersing themselves in manifestation, business, feminine energy, psychic development, all the things. There's a link in the show notes if you want to join that. And I went live in that group and I talked all about how women can, it was kind of piggybacking off of the episode I did maybe two episodes back where I talked about what can happen when a woman overcompensates with masculine energy um, to protect herself. And so I expanded on that a little bit more, which is really just a teaser for my program, The uh, Inside Out, which is about the art and science of healthy relationships and magnetizing the divine masculine. So come into that if you love this, obviously. But I expanded on that around, you know, when a woman overdevelops that masculine energy to protect herself because her feminine's been wounded, she then starts to enter a paradigm with men, not always, but often she starts to look at the masculine as the perpetrator and the enemy and something to protect herself from instead of seeing the masculine in its healthy core as the protector and the provider, which it is, the masculine is the protector and the provider when it's in its healthy energy. Now, one thing I do want to say that I didn't mention in the video is you always, always, always have full permission to leave or remove yourself from mostly wounded energy. If you're bumping up against someone who has wounded masculine energy and you know that because you know how to see the signs by how you feel and the characteristics and all the things, then full permission to go and I would really encourage you to leave energies that are like that of course you know have discernment and look at okay what's mine and what's theirs is this my stuff to work on or theirs but if you assuming that you are a mostly empowered healthy woman or person if you're bumping up against wounded masculine energy you do not have any obligation to stay there in fact I would recommend that you do not uh if the reason that we stay typically when we're bumping up against a wounded energy, we stay because we believe we can change them. We believe we can save them. We believe that we will be the ones to be a catalyst for their healing. And, you know, maybe you will be an influence for them positively, but we're not in the business of fixing or saving anyone. We're getting into codependent territory when we do that. And my principle is that a potential partner should meet you at eye level from the jump. They should already be doing the work as you are to become more conscious, more aware, healthier, more healed every single day and the journey never ends. And if you're staying with someone who's mostly wounded energy with the intention of fixing them, I mean, I could have a whole podcast on that, but it's just not fair to them either. You're not seeing, you know, that's not empowering. It's fixing, saving energy, um, which isn't going to end up in a healthy dynamic. So 
there's my little tangent on that. Full permission to leave wounded energy. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> please enjoy the podcast. If you love it, let me know. Leave us a, of course, we always appreciate a five-star review. And I love it when you screenshot that you're listening to the episode and tag me at Building Bree on Instagram so I can say thank you and repost you. And if you love this and you want to know ways to work with me and all the things, go on my website. It's buildingbri.com, buildingbri.com, and you can reach out to me there. All right, without further ado, let's get into the show. Enjoy. Those of you that don't know, uh, my dad is visiting this week. I live in Nashville, and he hasn't been to Nashville yet. And I've had the last week with him leading up to Father's Day, showing him all the all the places And last night at dinner, we got into a deep discussion around feminine and masculine energy. And as you all know, I'm wildly passionate about teaching healthy relationships with yourself and other people. And this was a subject that just came up as we were having coffee. And I thought, I need to get on live and on the podcast and just gift all this information so that women know what the fuck is going on when they feel like they're in this place. So here we are. If you haven't taken Manifestation Queen, I deep dive feminine and masculine energy in there and manifestation. It's really juicy, so this will make more sense to you if you've been there. But briefly, I'll just tell you, we all have four energies. We have uh, empowered masculine, empowered feminine, wounded masculine, and wounded feminine. And easily interchangeable words are healthy, wounded, you know, um, empowered, disempowered. You'll hear me say those things the same way. But we all have the full spectrum. And the idea is that we, ideally, we want to be in our empowered feminine and our empowered masculine. Typically, in a, sorry, when I channel, so many thoughts want to come through at once and I can't slow myself down. A person will identify as a feminine core or a masculine core. It's not about gender. It's only about energy. And for there to be attraction and polarity in a relationship, there has to be one feminine partner and one masculine partner. Okay. Now that we have that settled down, and by the way, it's LGBTQ across the board, same-sex relationships, heterosexual relationships, doesn't matter the gender, it's just masculine, feminine energy. You will hear me say she and feminine and her all interchangeably. I'm not referring to women in general. I'm just referring to the feminine. And I'll say he, I'll say his, I'll say masculine, I'll say man. They're all referring to the masculine. It's not about gender. It's always about energy. Elise says, once a person heals, does the wounded disappear? Is that really possible? You know, here's the thing. I I believe that there's always another, we're always continuously expanding our consciousness and rising. And I think I wouldn't trust a single person who said that they were completely healed and done with their work. I think that would be borderline narcissistic. Uh, We all have things to work on. I'm doing the work all the time behind the scenes to heal and up level and grow anyone who's worth their salt, especially as a mentor and a coach, is always investing in their healing, be it time, energy, money, whatever, to rise. And I will say at particular points in life, when when external triggers are high, it's very easy for that wounded energy to come back out. Um, So if, you know, for whatever reason, I were to bump into uh, let's say a narcissist in the dating scene, I would be able to spot it and I would be like, ah, I see what that is. No, thank you. I'm not interested. I'm going to move on. But I have noticed that when that's happened for a beat, my wounded feminine has come out and my codependency has come out. And instead of it being like, Brie, how dare you go there and shaming myself? 
it actually becomes, ooh, because I'm feeling like this and because I'm feeling this deep wound and I'm recognizing that it's not me, I know that this person's probably not in there empowered, right? Because it's bringing this out in me and I actually don't carry this wounded feminine energy as much anymore. So this might not be mine. Now, other times you'll get triggered and you'll realize that you have more healing work to do and that's beautiful and wonderful. And in that dynamic, like if I have stumbled upon a narcissist in the dating scene, I might look inward and go, is there anything around this that needs to be cleaned up? But I also give myself full permission to say, no, we just bumped into this narcissist and we're not available for this and we're going to move on. Um, so to answer your question in a long-winded way, I'm, I'm quite long-winded. <laughs> Uh, is it really possible for it to disappear? I think that would be preposterous of us. We're humans. We're going to have moments of doubt and insecurity and being triggered. It's just how we handle it that matters. And, you know, part of my work on this planet is teaching, especially women, how to navigate those things. Does that make sense? And handle it in an empowered way so you can heal and ascend and rise into expansion, overflow, desire, ecstasy, more things while working with the shadow, instead of just trying to keep your head above water, fighting the shadow, right? We want to get you in a place where you're like solid and you're just getting more solid and more expansive and more powerful instead of, I'm trying to keep my head above water because I'm in so much wounded energy, you know? By the way, guys, say hi as you pop on. Um, Let me know that you're here. I prefer to interact. It's fine if you want to lurk. I get it. I lurk on videos too. But if you want to say hi, that would be so amazing. I love to see where you're from, all the things. I don't get to pop on live in here as much as I used to, so it's nice to be able to interact with you. Uh, Okay, and what are your thoughts on, oh, you said, no, this is all helpful, good. And what are your thoughts on trauma keeping us stuck in a disempowered place? I'm gonna put a pin in that because I'm going to tell you a little bit about trauma and disempowered and all the things, and then I think it might answer itself, but let me know if you have questions. Okay, so, so we all have all four of these energies. Now, I'm going to say an archetype, but a, a an archetype, a type of client that really commonly gravitates towards me because this is part of my magic is helping women rise from this place is a woman who has experienced trauma when she was in her feminine energy. And that is the part of her that's warm and nurturing, creative and sexual and sensual and intuitive. And she's experienced some sort of trauma In this specific case for this video, although there are other types of trauma, I'm going to talk about trauma from a man, um, be it her dad, her brother, you know, a relationship, whatever. She's experienced trauma from the masculine, which could look like a number of things. And because of that, she associates being in her feminine, being in her openness, her warmth, her vulnerability, her softness, her connecting, her empathy, her playfulness. That actually feels really vulnerable and raw to her. It feels really scary to go into vulnerability. It feels really scary to go into a place where she opens her heart. It feels almost like a fear of death. Like she wants to be vulnerable and lean in, but it's like, I don't know if I can go there. I don't know if I can get myself there. I don't know if I feel safe to be there, right? And so if you can picture her feminine energy, just for this example, is kind of like this princess in the corner, right? It's like a princess in the corner who's almost battered and she's like, please, I don't want to be hurt again. I just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know if I'll make it. I just, please. And her wounded masculine energy is going to come out really strong when this happens, when a woman has experienced this kind of trauma from, from the masculine or anyone in general. But in this example, there's masculine. 
That's the masculine. So her own internal wounded masculine energy is coming out and going, I'm on guard. No problem. I'm going to protect the princess. We are here. I'm good. I'm going to run the show now. And how does that manifest? The wounded masculine leading looks for control, domination, protecting, walls around that heart. There's walls around anything vulnerable. Um, she's going to want control. She's going to be somebody who starts focusing on achievements more and more because it's it's helping her build up and feel a little bit better. You know, this is going to look like her closing off her heart. It's going to look like, I just can't stand to be hurt, so I need to be the one here. And she wants to, internally, she wants to melt. Like, she wants to be able to let go in the arms of a masculine partner and melt and trust him and lean back desperately so much. But she can't because the risk is greater than the reward. And so her wounded masculine is running the show going, I will be here. I'm going to do these things. Okay? So this is what it looks like. And these are the kind of women that I really can help so deeply because I used to be this woman. So I get it. So she's leading with her wounded masculine. And what happens when a woman enters this paradigm is really interesting. Those of you that have taken Manifestation Queen, you get this even more. Um, but those of you that are coming into Inside Out, our next relationship program that starts this week, this is we're going to deep dive this and healing this. So it's going to be really helpful. Uh, let's, let me just read these comments. Okay, this is already clicking. Good. Yes, yes, yes. Click, click, click. Good. Good. You're talking about my marriage on so many levels. I get it. Yeah. And you're so not alone in that because this is the experience that a lot of women have, you know? And when I found this information around, when I found an embodied and really developed, internalized, came up with my own teaching around understanding all this, the way I related to people, my dad, my brother, partners, any masculine energy changed for fucking ever. Like I was just telling my dad, like dating feels so good to me now because I've changed the paradigm I play in and I've done my own work and I just feel so solid. And actually the words I exactly said to him were, were was, I wish every single man and woman on the planet could take this program so that they can deeply integrate and understand how masculine and feminine operate and heal and feel confident and secure and learn how to see men as providers and protectors instead of something to be protecting themselves from, you know? So anyway, just, this is just, you're just not alone. And it, part of my mission on this planet is to get this out there. So anyway, okay, back to center. So we've got this woman with a soft feminine core who's putting on a wounded masculine front to protect herself. And now she's desiring to come into the arms of a masculine and melt. The problem is though, she needs her own empowered masculine energy to have her back. That's part of the healing work that needs to be done here. And she right now, where she's leading with her wounded masculine, is playing in a paradigm of men are the enemy and they're the perpetrator and I actually need to protect myself from them. So if you're on the live or you're on the replay, let me know if you can relate to that. You're in protection mode all the time. And sometimes the script in your head is going, okay, what are the green flags? What are the red flags? And you think you're being healthy and that, that discernment is healthy. We're going to teach that in, in the program Inside Out. But... Also, there's, there's the feminine core that just isn't active because it's the wounded feminine being protected. So men are actually seen in her eyes, or the masculine, right? Same thing. Are seen as the perpetrator and the enemy. And playing in this paradigm changes the way that she interacts with them. 
Now she's on the defense all the time and she's out of her body, which is what makes her magnetic. And she's actually in her mind always. We are magnetic when we are in our feminine cores, when we're in our bodies, when we're feeling, when we're intuiting, when we're creative, we're being the muse, when we're there, when we're feeling, look out world, we are the most magnetic. Oh, we're back. We are so magnetic when we're in that place, right? But when we are in our heads, in our wounded masculine, and we're trying to date a wounded masculine man, they're feeling it like this, okay? Let me make sure my broadcast comes back. My broadcast, who even am I? We're here again, okay, all right. So if you're new to my work, this is very typical. Because I work with spirit, spirit pull from energy for whatever reason, they tend to choose Wi-Fi. And so a lot of times the Wi-Fi will go in and out. So I've taken us off Wi-Fi, hopefully that helps. But if we lose it, I'll come back. You can count on me. If the video closes, I will reopen it, we'll be back. So don't worry, this is very typical in doing uh, lives together. All right, all right. I see we have someone new pop on, say hi. Let me know you're here. Let me know, say hello. Okay. So what was I saying? We've got masculine core man. We've got a wounded, um, a woman in her feminine core, but leading with wounded masculine energy. Now they're interacting. She is seeing him as the perpetrator and something to protect herself from. He can feel this. Remember, we are vibrational beings. We feel things, especially as women, but we feel things from people all the time. And he can feel the wall up against her. Now the masculine wants it this is an empowered masculine man assuming this is an empowered masculine man he wants to be her protector and her provider that's going to feed his masculine core but if he's feeling like he's bumping up against a wall and she's not available to receive that he's assessing can i win here can i win with this woman masculine doesn't go where it cannot win if he feels like i'm going to try to i'm going to be in my masculine core for her and and provide and protect for her and all the things and she's not going to let me I can't win no matter what I do my hands are tied I just I'm like what do I do with my hands and I was actually speaking to my dad about this who's such an empowered masculine man I just I couldn't adore him more he's one of my very favorite people on the planet and I asked him and he's also really healthily integrated with masculine and feminine energy and I asked him I said what does it feel like to you when you are wanting to protect or provide and a woman doesn't receive it. And he was like, I can't help it. It's just a part of my soul. It feels like a part of myself. I'm not fully expressing myself. Isn't that interesting? Now we as women, we tend to assume that the masculine thinks the way that we do. And so because <laughs> I could go off about that. If you love this, come into Inside Out because I want to deep dive this so badly. I'm like trying to hold myself back from giving away course material. But if you love it, come into Inside Out. We're going to do all the healing work and you're going to learn all the things and it's going to make so much sense. It's going to blow your fucking mind. You're going to be the most empowered, magnetic woman and date with so much confidence and so much more understanding and you will not feel like you're bumping your head up against the wall like what am I doing wrong all the time. It's going to get to feel easy and smooth and you're going to have a lot of things to practice and play with getting your needs met in healthy ways. I mean, it's just awesome. Plus we sprinkle in manifestation at the end. We talk about receiving from the universe and manifesting all the things, abundance, love, success, 
Anyway, come in. It's going to be fucking awesome. You've got to come in. It's so good. So I was asking my dad about this and he's been here for a week and my dad is such a provider. And because I'm embodied in my work, I practice leaning more and more and more into my empowered feminine, which is the receiver. He, it is like freaking clockwork. And I've noticed with myself, now that I'm really getting good at being in my empowered feminine receiving mode, the more that I learn to lean into my empowered feminine and receive, my dad wanted to give me the fucking world. <laughs> like I would speak my desire because by speaking your desire, you're magnetic as the feminine. I would speak my desire of, oh, you know, I, what did I say? I really don't like buying the dishwasher tablets. I don't know why it just annoys me so much. And I just, I wish I could have like a lifetime supply of them. I didn't even think that I was saying it. I was just speaking. Uh, and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, same with toilet paper, like paper towels. I just, I wish they were just bought for me. Cause I, I don't know why I don't like to do it myself. He's like, mm. the next day there's Amazon packages on my door. Honey, I got you the best paper towels and I got you the best toilet paper. And I realized you didn't really have that good of toilet bowl cleaner. So I bought you that too. And I got you those tabs. I also got you rinse aid for your dishwasher because I noticed that your dishes weren't really getting clean. And you were saying that it bothered you. So I got you this and I was like, Oh my gosh. And thank goodness I know how to practice my emphatic yes and be in my receiving mode. Because a lot of women would be like, <gasps> our default is, you don't have to do that. Do I owe you? Are, are you going to guilt trip me? Right? This wounded part of us that's conditioned to think that because he's provided, we're, we're, at like, we're like a burden. Can anyone relate to that? Let me know in the comments. We like can't, it's like too much. When really, if we understood what fed the masculine and we were in our empowered energy, we would, we would receive that. It would be praise. It would be admiration. It would be accepting and receiving it, which would build the energy, which would speak to him feeling more empowered in his empowered masculine core. He'd be receiving his gifts and it would build, 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 build this energy. And you get to the point, I kid you not, you guys, I need for nothing this week. Like the more I practiced receiving and being so sincerely, genuinely grateful and pushing that uncomfortable edge of like, this is too much to receive, but it's not because I understand how the masculine operates. I understand that they want to provide. I understand that this is life giving to my dad. You know, now that I, I deeply understand how the masculine thinks and believes and behaves, I had all these cores to come back to and, and practice this. And so I practice all this receiving. My house has a new sound system. <laughs> my dad bought a whole new sound system for the house. He was getting dinner every single night. He was opening my car door because I, I like it when he opens my car door and it makes me really giddy. And that emphatic yes is really powerful with men. And now my car door is being opened all the time. And it's just like, it, it was such a beautiful, wonderful thing. A, because my father is an absolute angel in a human body and I couldn't love him more. Dad, if you're listening, I love you so much. And, and, and it helped me see how the more embodied I get in my magnetic empowered feminine, the more that I fully allow the men in my life to be in their empowered expression also. In the past, what would have happened is, so Elise says panic moment, yes, yeah. In the past, what would have happened is I would have panicked. I would have said, oh my gosh, this is too much. I don't know if I can receive this. Like I need to do something for him. I'm going to try to pay for all these dinners now because I feel guilty I can't receive. And I would have been stunting the flow. And I actually would have been almost breaking down. 
I would have been in, what's the right word for it? I would have been robbing him of feeling good about providing. And it wouldn't have been unburdening him. It would have been like, ouch to him. But women assume that men operate like women and they do not. Because in a woman's head, women do this. Women offer things that they don't even want to give. Do you notice that? How many of you have done that? Women do this. Women say, oh, do you want me to buy those tablets for you? And the script in our head is, I hope she doesn't say yes. <laughs> That's how the feminine thinks. The masculine doesn't operate that way. When the masculine offers, he means it. When the masculine offers, he means it. But because women assume that men think like them, women say, oh no, you don't have to buy that for me. That's too much. I can't accept that. And they think they're being not a burden when instead they're actually insulting, if you will, the masculine prote protector provider core of the man in front of them. Is this not blowing your mind? This Understanding this and embodying this changed my life. That's why I put it all in a beautiful transformational program called Inside Out, the art and science of healthy relationships and magnetizing the empowered masculine because it will change the way you play with all masculine energies in your life. And so bringing us back around, wait, let me read your comments and then we'll go back to how women interact, um, how, how men perceive women who are showing up in this wounded masculine place. Okay, you're making things click all over my life. Yay. <laughs> my trauma is tying my husband's hands. I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. So it's like, how powerful would it be for you to do the healing work? Heal that wounded feminine so your masculine's guard could come down, empower your own inner masculine. Like, how would that change your life? How would that change how you manifest? It would literally flip it on its head. <laughs> Uh, how would that change how you relate to all men in your world? You know, when we don't, when we have contempt and anger toward a masculine person that's been in our life, and I, I get it. I think I've shared with you all that I was in a relationship for about two years um, that was narcissistically abusive, and it was really painful. But I did the healing work to get out of it, and thankfully, this is that's where a lot of this I, I started embodying and changing and all the things. And now dating and relationships is. It's so fun and amazing. I mean, you're listening to me tell you my experience with my father, you know? So anyway, I was in that dynamic and it was very, it was the most pain I've ever felt in my life. And I'm always overcome by when people say things like that because you say the words, it was the most pain I've ever felt in my life. And people are like, yeah, I get that. And there's a part of me that feels like, no, you don't understand. It was the most pain. Like you never, like I've never felt something like that before waking up from that. It just words truly fail. So I understand, and I think this is why a lot of women who have experienced trauma and abusive relationships gravitate to me because I just, I get it to my core. Like I have so much empathy for the amount of pain that that caused. And I hear you and I see you and I feel you and it was wrong and you didn't deserve it. And I, I can just meet people there because I've been through it. You know, it literally brings tears to my eyes thinking about it. Like I get it. And when I left that experience, I had to make a decision. I remember this moment deciding, am I going to be bitter about men forever because of this one man? Because I could actually, to use a terrible phrase, throw the baby out with the bathwater and just hate the masculine in general right now. And it would be justified because of what has happened to me and 
the way that my psyche has been damaged from this person. Uh, and it would be justified. But do I want to do that? And do I want to hate men or the masculine forever? I don't want to. I don't want to be that woman. I love men and I can't let this one experience taint it with all men. Right? And I made that decision then. But what often happens is that women are so, and rightfully so, rightfully so, so fucking angry and sad and in grief that they just decide all men are like this. And the masculine is unsafe. And I actually hear women say really horrible things about the masculine. Men are men are dumb and men are stupid and they don't get it and they're selfish and they're pigs and all. And it just breaks my heart. I am not the dating coach to come to if you want to hate the masculine because I love the masculine and I love the feminine and I stand for a beautiful union of both where we honor each other's cores and there's harmony and respect and passion in relationships, not defensiveness and one hating the other. It just, that just doesn't make sense to me, you know? But so a lot of women throw the baby out with the bathwater, if you will. I wish there was a better phrase for that. And they decide that they don't like the masculine in general. And now they're looking at the masculine as the perpetrator and the enemy subconsciously most of the time. And they're always on the defense. And they might even have empowered masculine men in their life who they're almost like waiting for the other shoe to drop around um, and waiting for them to mess up. What we're doing inside of Inside Out, the program that we're, op- we're opening the doors on Monday, but you can sign up whenever you want. I actually think I, again, forgot to change the pre-sale price. So <laughs> after this video, I'm going to increase it to $9.99, but I think it's at $8.99 right now. So if you can find it before the end of this live video, snag that price. But I keep freaking forgetting. What was I saying? Um, we're going to deep dive this. Oh, it's inviting women to step into a new paradigm with men where they see the masculine as the protector and the provider and they learn how to communicate and engage and speak with them in that way. But it all starts with a woman's decision to feel and heal some of that trauma, um, release those stored emotions, give expression, be validated, and change the stories that they have around the masculine, that they're pigs, that they're selfish, all these things. Because you cannot, I mean, think about this logically. Can we manifest healthy relationships with the masculine if our core beliefs about the masculine are that they are pigs and they're uh, selfish and they're dumb and they're always out to get us? Don't you think that men can feel that from us? The same way that if a man has internalized stories about the feminine, that she is flighty and unreliable and manipulative and a crybaby in a victim mode. And that's what he decides that all women are like. Can't you feel that from him? You interact with him and you're like, wow, you just generally don't like women. And why would I want to be somewhere where I'm not liked or appreciated or seen? And also, you know, if you're into personal development, you're probably going, wow, you have a lot of unhealed stuff going on. That's not really mine, but I'm also not interested in fixing or saving because that would be disempowered. So I think I'm going to go somewhere where somebody is healthy-er and willing to work on their shit and not project it onto me. Wouldn't that be the conversation in your head? That's how it feels for me if I bump up against a masculine who's just bitter towards the feminine, which I don't as as much anymore. But so it's the same. This, This masculine feels it from us. And so it's our responsibility to decide we're going to step into a paradigm where we see men as the protector and the provider. And then we do all our own work on healing some of our trauma and repressed emotions and learning how the masculine thinks differently because a lot of these 
interactions we've had with the masculine in our head we're going he's selfish he doesn't care about me and it could just be that he's in a place of thinking very linearly men are linear thinkers women are not women have diffuse awareness so he you think he's ignoring you he's not he's just tasking right now you think he doesn't care about you he's not he's just more committed to his purpose you know there are so many ways that we internalize stories about the masculine because we're projecting how the feminine operates onto the masculine and that's just not the case that's just not how they operate let me read your comments here. So mind-blowing. Yeah. Hi, Minerva. Hello. Are you still here? Say hi. Elise says everything would change. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It will change how you manifest. It changes how you relate with money, with business, with clients. If you have a business, if not, it doesn't matter. You don't have to come. You don't have to have a business come into this by any means. Um, it changes how you speak to yourself, your relationship to yourself. And like <laughs> the best part. I just did a podcast episode on this and I think I did it live in this group kind of teasing this concept that we're going to deep dive in the program. Um, when you start to see the masculine as the protector and the provider, then you start to learn how the masculine sees you because you've left the disempowered, wounded, blaming dynamic and now you've entered the empowered dynamic where you're seeing men for their glory and how amazing they are. And that means the men, the masculine energy that you're calling in, these are typically going to be masculine men by far and large because we attract by who we are, but not always. You're going to get some ding-dongs in there. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not your fault. Just use your discernment. You're mostly going to get masculine energy that cherishes and worships and adores the feminine. And they see you as the goddess, queen, muse, oh my goodness, life-giving. She feeds me. It's nourishing to be around her. They see you in your feminine core and embrace you for that. And they become like, when you interact with divine masculine energy, it's like juicy, stable, supportive, encouraging, provider, protector. You are the queen. You are the muse. You are incredible. And if that's hard for you to internalize, time to own your worthiness, babe, because that is who you are at your core. When you're fully in your power and it doesn't matter who you are or how much shadow work you have to do, you are absolutely whole, complete, worthy right now. You are that woman. You are that queen inside. She's, she's already you. You don't have to become her. You don't have to do all this healing work to be. You are her. She already is you. But you play in this new paradigm. You step into this by having new beliefs. You do the shadow work. You clean up. And you decide that while you're doing all the cleaning up and the shadow work, you're still so unbelievably fucking worthy and amazing and adorable and loved and cherished. And when you start seeing yourself that way, you will notice how the masculine sees you that way. But for me personally, I started changing the way I looked at men and I, I started speaking to their protector provider core and assuming that they wanted to protect me and provide for me all the time. I leaned and that was its own work on my side, learning to receive, as I already expressed. And then I started to see how men viewed me. And it actually made me fall in love with myself and the feminine more. Like learning to cherish the masculine made me fall in love with myself and cherish myself even more. Because it changed the paradigm I was playing in. And that is what I want to invite you to do today. If you only listen to this live video or this podcast and you start playing there, that's amazing. If you want to deep dive it, you'll come into the program. And um, that's what I want for everybody in the fucking world. <laughs> okay, uh, Elise says, let's see. 
I totally get, keep skipping. I totally get that. I literally feel like my heart has been shredded in this relationship. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's going to be all right. I uh, always remember God, source, universe, whatever you believe in. I say God. God never puts us in a, in a situation where a solution is not available. So follow your intuition. Keep leading yourself. And do what you feel guided to do. Do what you feel called to do. Follow your intuition. There's always a solution available. Play in that paradigm, right? You're going to be okay. You've got this. You've got this. I totally get that. I'm justified in leaving, but I want a beautiful relationship with him. Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of your relationship, so it's hard to say. Um, but a phrase that I usually say is this or something better. So if it's not him, it'll be someone who's more aligned and who is my soulmate and who is an aligned, healthy partner. I want it to be him, but if it's not him, it's all right. This or something better. I still get to have the person I desire. Still get to have the person I'm meant to be with. My higher self says there's more. Yes, exactly. I feel like he hates me. My thoughts and my deepest. Oh yeah. It's so painful. I know. I know because that in part of one of the feminine's biggest fears so is is that rejection is being kicked out of the tribe. Think about, you know, we have to understand this it's is in our DNA, right? The feminine relied on being a part of the tribe to survive. We were not the hunters. Um, and so if we were to get kicked out of the tribe, what would that mean for our survival? So that manifests now as a lot of women have deep fears of rejection. Men do too, obviously. And men have feminine energy as well. Just like we all have masculine energy, wonderful masculine energy. All women, um, should have their own empowered masculine energy internally, but, but it often manifests as these deep fears of rejection. And so it's not abnormal and if it feels really heavy, a lot of the times when wounds feel really heavy and big, it's because we're actually healing part of our ancestral line. So as women, we carry up to, it's either seven or 13, I think it's up to seven, up to seven generations back of trauma within our body. Trauma gets stored in our body and in our DNA. And whenever I'm going through a lesson that feels really big and painful, like disproportionate to the life experience that I had, I'm like, I shouldn't be this upset about it. Uh, it's usually because we're healing something in our ancestral line and we're doing work for the whole line before us, for our ancestors, for our parents, our parents' parents, for our great-great-grandmother and grandfather. And because we're doing the healing work and we're releasing these patterns of, let's say, codependency or people-pleasing or tolerating narcissism and um, you know being walked all over abandoning ourselves, not setting boundaries, like because we're doing that healing work, we are preventing the women who come after us from having to deal with that because our kiddos aren't going to see it. We're going to change it in the line and we heal it forever. If you've ever thought this work with relationships didn't matter, <laughs> it's everything. Think about when your relationship is off. It truly consumes so much of your life. I remember when I was in a, that dynamic that was not good or healthy not by my part, but by his. And it affected every single part of my every day. And I didn't know it at the time because you're often not aware when you're in a narcissistically abusive relationship, but it was bleeding into every part of my day um, because I was always subconsciously trying to solve and figure it out. Our brains have a hard time with things that don't logically make sense. 
especially like intuition, we feel in our body something's off, we can't logically do it, you know? And with narcissism, you're so brainwashed and manipulated that, sorry guys, I'm fidgeting with my boobies here. (laughs) Uh, You're so brainwashed that you just don't see it at the time. But then you step away and you breathe and you have clarity and space and you're like, that was just not healthy. Wow, I have things to heal. So um, just be willing also, Elise, to use the phrase one of my mentors, Leah, says, it's not me, it's you. Like some of this might be your wounding, but it also might be his stuff. And it's often cloudy and hard to see it in the moment. But if you believe that this is an empowered, healthy, masculine man, then, you know, maybe you have things to clean up, but it doesn't make you any less worthy or lovable or incredible. You're not, you are not someone who should be hated or despised or any of those things that you said in your comments, you know? Um, so there's a lot, and I, I know we can't unpack it necessarily right now, but just don't, I don't want you to carry the weight of it all on your shoulders because it takes two in a relationship and we all have stuff to heal and we're all human and we all have things to work through forever and ever and ever. Amen. To include me and anyone else I date, like, yeah, we're always going to have shadow work, you know? Um, can anyone hear my dog? (laughs) Because my dad's trying to nap and my dog is losing it. I want to yell at him, but I also don't want him in here because then he would bark in here. Okay, there's a lot in the ancestral line. So maybe this is where you do your healing work and you end it, right? And you rise up and heal it for everybody. It exhausts me so much. I think it's definitely both. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you guys, was there more I wanted to say? I feel like if you love this, if you're relating to this, if it's helping you, if you're wanting to deep dive all of this work, inside out, come inside. It's going to be amazing. It's about the art and science of healthy relationships and magnetizing the divine masculine. It's a four week program. We're going to do a few modules a week. I'm going to teach them live, which is really fun. So if you come on live, then you get to do Q and A and deep dive everything together. And it's going to be so juicy. And you have lifetime access, by the way. I know a lot of people, a lot of coaches, don't give lifetime access. It really bothers me for whatever reason. I feel like when you invest in a course, you should get to have the material and integrate it over and over again. So with that being said, it is lifetime access. And uh, even if you know you can't make the lives, you can always rewatch it. So it's going to be really great. The first phase of the program is all about healing these masculine and feminine energy wounds that we have. So if you identify with people-pleasing, codependency, self-abandoning, you know, needing and seeking validation from other people all the time, um, feeling this low sense of self-worth, self-esteem. We're going to heal all that. I want you to be speaking authentically, standing in your power. I want you to lead with your empowered energies. Push that wounded mask, the wounded masculine front, he's got to go. We've got to get you leading with your empowered masculine and your empowered feminine being really healthily integrated. Then you will see clearly, you will operate clearly. It's almost like spirit show it to me as, This program helps people rise up into their empowerment so they can see clearly they have a different vantage point because when you're deep in the ocean of the shadow and your wounds and your trauma, it's hard to see clearly what's mine and what's his and and whose wounds is being projected right now. But when you learn, hey, here's what healthy masculine looks like. Here's what healthy feminine looks like and the wounded. Here's how to identify it. 
here's what we're going to do. We're going to start clearing this. Let's think about people pleasing differently. Let's understand it. Let's understand codependency. Let's understand why you're seeking validation. Let's heal those things. Let's teach you how to speak to yourself in different ways. It's like you rise up and you have this different vantage point and now you can clearly see because you're more conscious who's, whose shit is who, whose. And you can tell when it's another person and you can tell when it's yours. And when it's yours, now you have tools. And for four weeks, you have support. You have a place to go and share situations and get perspectives and deep dive those things versus trying to figure it all out in your head and getting stuck here, right? And the second part of the program, so the first is healing your relationship with you and you um, and getting really strong in your self-worth and who you are and you leading in your empowered energies. And then the second part is about learning red flags, green flags, spotting those wounded energies. And when we get into calling in aligned relationships, be it the one you're in or another one, how to speak to their masculine core. So tr like truly there are things you say, ways you operate, ways you be with the masculine that ignite and light up and empower their masculine core down to the words you use. I'm not joking. Uh, and the way you operate so that you keep the flow. And what happens is you now play in a paradigm where men everywhere want to protect and provide for you. Where the, will there be bad eggs? Yes. Hello? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You'll get bad eggs, but you'll have the tools to discern that's wounded masculine. I'm not going to play with that. Thank you for your time. Moving on and get that out of your life. The men, when you interact with the masculine now, they want to provide, they want to protect. You are softer. You're inviting. Your heart is open. They are like, oh my gosh, let me pursue this girl. Let me protect her. Let me provide for her. I want to be the person in her life she can depend on. When you're in your empowered feminine, you're bringing that out in him. And then you learn how to interact with him in different ways. I want you to learn how the masculine thinks linearly and the feminine has diffuse awareness. How the <laughs> all these cave woman innate biological reflexes that we have, I want to teach you them so that when you go into a place of, oh my God, if I get rejected, I'm going to die. You're like, oh wait, that's just part of my biology. It's fine. I'm actually not going to die. <laughs> And here's how I can shift myself in this moment, you know? It's it's going to change your freaking life. And and then the last portion of the program is about being open to the flow of the universe. You can open to receive abundance, intimacy, healthy love, and, and manifestation. I can't teach a program without teaching you a little manifestation because I'm the manifestation queen, as you know by the group, right? We're all manifesting queens in here. So we have to learn that the universe is a divine masculine energy who also wants to protect and provide for you. And when you manifest in that paradigm versus trying to get something out of the universe, the game changes, right? When you understand that the whole freaking universe is conspiring for you and the divine masculine wants to provide, you manifest differently. And it's so juicy. So we're going to do a lot of this. And one more thing I want to say, I know this doesn't make linear sense, but in phase one of the program, we're going to talk a lot about releasing stored emotions in your body because it affects your magnetic field. And your magnetic field is what's around you all the time. Every human has it because we're vibrational beings. We're energy in body, right? We're spirit in a human body. And when we have repressed emotions, trauma, anger, grief, bitterness, contempt, frustration, whatever, and we've been taught most of, you know, those of you that were identifying with having a masculine front, you'll get this. A lot of you have been taught to shove your emotions down. Don't think that way. Be positive. It doesn't matter. You're being a baby. It's not a big deal. Just move on. Just move on. And you end up like repressing all these emotions because you don't know how to safely feel them and safely express them. And the divine feminine 
expresses. The divine feminine is wild. People think the divine feminine is like, oh, I'm on a beach and I'm just relaxing and I'm sexy and like, yeah, that's part of it. But divine feminine is also in a healthy way expressing rage and grief and uh, releasing those things from her system. And when you can do that, you become so much more free. Because when you oppress emotions, you will actually avoid experiences in life that might have a negative emotion on the back end of them. Example, I want to start a business, but I'm afraid that I'll fail. Unless you are able to know that you can handle a feeling of disappointment, you won't start the business. If you teach yourself that feeling disappointed is bad and I'm going to repress it, you will literally not do the thing because you're like, I can't handle being disappointed, so I'm not even going to put myself at risk, right? I love lifetime access. Yes, I'd need that kind of detail. Yeah, anger is evil. You know, I used to think that too, and I really feel like we are spirit in a human body, and we're here for the full spectrum of human emotions, and we're here for the shadow and the light, and so can anger manifest in evil ways? Yeah, but expression of anger is not a bad thing, and anger is really in a lot of ways, protection. It's giving you discernment around, this is what I prefer, this is what I don't. Um, and sometimes having anger, again, is what keeps you safe. It keeps you away from things that are maybe going to harm you or hurt you. Should you let it stay in your body? No, but it, unless you express it and release it, in my experience in working with clients, it doesn't go away until you learn to express it, which doesn't have to involve anybody else. It can truly be... Um, it can truly, truly be like, and I give you all the practices for this in, in, in Inside Out, so, so we do a lot of this, but it's about you expressing your anger and it has to involve no one else. It's you doing the screaming, the crying, the raging in a room by yourself and releasing it because when you repress it, it gets stored in your magnetic field and it dims your light. And now you're more stuck in the 3D instead of in the 5D. The 5D is where energy moves faster and you can intuit faster and your divine ideas and, and, and all these things. The 3D is more when you're in your human and your density of emotions and it clogs that field. And then you manifest slower and you have this almost like underlying ugh, feeling all the time. And I often find that women who repress emotions, they uh, are people who want to stay busy. <laughs> so going back to like the wounded masculine front, um, sometimes women who have this feminine core that feels really scared in the corner like we talked about the princess in the corner and the masculine dominating wounded masculine is leading to protect her typically these women become they can become not always but they can become like high achievers like if i have more success and i'm and i make more money and i'm more important and i'm more powerful then i'll be good enough then i'll be worthy and they often, this is this also really serves a purpose for them because if they're really busy achieving, they don't have to feel any of those repressed emotions and any of the emotions from that trauma. They get to just work and hustle and ignore all the repressed emotions and they see it as like they're being productive, but really they're avoiding all of this contempt and bitterness and uh, emotion that's now being stored in their physical body and they carry it around with them all the time and it feels like this underlying ah, can't quite be happy can't quite let people in right and it, it dims their magnetic field so that's a lot of the work that I do with my one-to-ones too 
Um, so yeah, so Inside Out is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, it's going to be so good. I'd love to have you in it if you want to come in. There, It's still on its last round of pre-sale, so it will go up to the full price on Monday, but you can still save, I think, $111 if you get in. Well, if you get in in the next 15 minutes, then you can get in $222 off, but if you wait, then it'll be $111. Does that make sense? Right now, it's at $888. And I haven't changed the price yet because I keep forgetting because I've been playing with my dad. Um, so you can sneak in at 888 or by the end of the next probably 30 minutes, it will be at 999. And there's payment plans. There's monthly payment plans, I think down to like 333 a month. So you can come in at that as well if you want to. There's a VIP option too. If you want to come VIP, you get the whole course and you get Voxer support with me privately, which is voice and text messaging. So if you're wanting more support if you're wanting a little bit more individual support than just in the facebook group like commenting and things if you want to be able to voice message me and message me privately to get support and be held as you hold yourself and be gifted these codes as you lead yourself through your healing obviously it's always up to you the healing work that you do but if you want a space with me personally you can come into vip and i think i'm give. i think i added a one-to-one -one call in there which is quite rare but a one-to-one 50-minute -one call to on Zoom as well. So we would get to be face-to-face -face like these. I think that's 2,222, I want to say. If you want a payment plan, it's not listed, but if you want one, just DM me and we can split it in half. That's fine. I just think I forgot to put it, the option on there. So there's that as well. And if you want to full-blown come into one-to-ones, if you want to scale your business from your feminine energy, activate abundance, develop your psychic abilities, start channeling spirit, start scaling. I'm your girl for soul-led, spirit-led, feminine energy-led, scaling a beautiful heart-centered business. Um, I have a few one-to-one -one spots open as well. There are four-month commitments and yeah, they come with weekly calls for 50 minutes, you and I, and then Voxer support unlimited in between. And you also have access to all of my courses that I teach live. So um, you would be in Inside Out automatically. You would be in the next ones coming up that I'm not going to tell you about yet automatically. I would, I put everyone who comes into one-to-ones initially in the Activated Entrepreneur, which is my course for base level business and bringing spirit into your business, opening up to your psychic abilities, learning to channel magnetic marketing, create your branding, create your offers, channel your programs, all the things, because it's like foundational. And then we do all kinds of other juicy stuff together. Money work, relationship work. I always say my job is to keep powerful women in their power. Right? It's really good. So you can come into that if you want. Um, the last thing that I just offered, and I feel like I should tell you guys here too, is just one-to-one -one boxer support. And I had a few of you DM me about this on Instagram, but I, I know you're in this group, so I'll just let you know too. Um, we can do six-week intensives that don't include calls, but it, if you are just wanting a little bit of support and you're not ready for the investment of one-to-one, -one, but you're like, I want one-to-one -one support for the next six weeks, it's like having me and Spirit and channeled messages in your back pocket. So you have unlimited support with me via Voxer, voice and text message across the board of any subject, and it's unlimited for six weeks. So it's kind of like you have one-to-one, -one, but you don't have the one-to-one -one calls. So there's that option as well. Yeah, just message me if you have questions or if you're like, I know I want to work with you, Brie, or my person, my soul's telling me to do this work. What can I do? Where should I get started? Happy to help walk you through it in the DMs. So 
let me know. Otherwise, let me put the link for Inside Out here. If you want to come in, I would love to have you. It's going to be super healing. Everyone always asks me, are you going to run it again? I don't know. Sometimes I run programs again. Sometimes I don't. This will for certainly be um, a live version of the program. So if you know you want to come in, now is the time. And I'll see you soon and hopefully inside the program. Yay! Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Manifestation Queen Radio. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. We always appreciate a five-star review. And screenshot that you are listening to this episode and tag me at Building Breathe. Throw us on your Instagram story. That way I can personally thank you. If you want to come into my private Facebook group where I go live, I do Oracle card readings in there, I'm quite active in there, then feel free to hit the link in the show notes to join Manifesting queens and obviously i've already shared my instagram with you but like let's connect on instagram too because that i story all day long all day all day long i hang out there <laughs> so come into all of these things you can check out my website buildingbreebri.com for coaching and e-courses and things like that that we've got open all right i love you and i will see you in the next episode